Rehershin has a Ha'ora, the beginning of the Parsha. Uh, it's almost like it's something which you all should have thought about. If you, you, you think about it, the Torah is contrasting at the beginning of Parsha's of Ayera, a Romovino who is seeking out uh, in the most painful situation that he could be in, um, seeking out opportunities to be mated to others, to be machnas areach. He's sitting kechem after Yom HaShlishi, Lamilosoi. He's sitting kechem seeking out, hoping there's somebody there to, to be machnas areach. And then we have Stoim, the Malachim coming to Stoim, to, and the Chazal flesh out uh, the details of the attempt to attack them and do the opposite of Chazal. The Torah gives that as, as, as the introduction to Parshish Vayero. So he points out that Ramavino almost did not need a Nebuah to, to tell him that stone is going to be destroyed. Ramavino, with his depth of clarity, of the purpose of the world and the significance of chesed, etc. Um, he understood that what they were doing is something which could not last. It wasn't something which they have no skuskim. They don't belong in this world. This is a world of Elam chesed dibane. And uh, they don't fit. It's a question of not if, but when, of whether the destruction will come about in this. In this divine intervention type of way or it's going to come about some other way where it's not as obvious that the Russian was punishing them but such an existence is not an existence which could continue um, but the, the purpose of the Torah giving us this whole story is for us Ramavino didn't need the story he already knew what life is about and what the importance of chesed etc but we need to see the contrast we need to see the clarity, the clarity of, of, of Roma Vino juxtaposed to the ability of human beings to be totally confused by the, the wealth and luxury which is available to them. They become so self-centered and so self-focused that they've totally lost sight of the needs of others in any way, shape, or form to the point that they're willing to do whatever it takes to keep them away from them. Um, so we're going to move into our Tzitzel one day. We're going to have this uh, beautiful land with all these the, the tremendous abundance. And we might be drawn to become like stone. So Torah tells us not only the punishment of stone, but the contra- it contrasts it with the clarity of Ramavinu, who is our forebear, uh, that we should have that clarity. Um, Personally, for his own sake, a Roman would not have required this revelation of the cause of the impending downfall of the prosperous, smiling province of towns. He himself was already in the sharpest contrast to the sodomite character and the sodomite views of life. Say so he did not need this. But so in the future, none of his descendants in that same luxurious land should go luxuriance that leads to the same frame of mind, but rather they should have his frame of mind. Um, therefore, 
ensure that the people of, of Abraham remain forever in such contrast to the Sodomite principles of life as their ancestors showed so gloriously. For that, the downfall of Stom and the rum sitting before his tents are placed in one picture in the minds of his, of his, his descendants. So his point is saying we need to keep in our minds this picture of the two, the contrast between the two. Then choose, remember to choose. And with that picture in our minds, it'll be obvious who we're supposed to choose, uh, which way of life is what the way of life we're supposed to choose. So he's seeing the, the graphic description of the Torah goes to such length to describe Aramavinu's actions on the one hand and the depravity of the and storm on the other side is, is, is needed so that we should have the clarity, we should have the uh, this graphic picture in our minds of right or wrong. Have a good Shabbos.